Welcome to the Making Midlife Matter podcast. I'm Peggy Haynes, and I offer groups and coaching for women in midlife, helping you to untangle your past, create your future, and enjoy your life right now. And you can always find out more about me at heartcallings.com. So part of where my life is right now as I'm doing this podcast is I'm right on the front edge of trying to get a cold. So if my voice sounds a little bit more raspy, that's why hopefully I will not get into a sneezing fit of 43 sneezes as I've been doing. And uh, hopefully I will avoid coughing fits. So anyway, I'm glad you're with me, safely away from my germs. I want to reflect a little bit in today's podcast. We're going to look at and talk about feelings. And, And here's why this has been especially on my mind right now. Recently, I I listened to a speaker, very good speaker, but who was talking about feelings and talking about them in such a way that was, if they didn't say it right out loud, it was kind of insinuating that there were good feelings and bad feelings and feelings you wanted to have and feelings you wanted to avoid. And I got really uncomfortable with that because I, I don't think that's how it works. Now, early on, very early on in my counseling career, I was working um, with a group uh, at a counseling center, and um, I was working with our executive director, (coughs) excuse me, my executive director about some uh, marketing materials for our center. And so he started talking about like bad feelings. And I really argued with him because I wanted to say there are uncomfortable feelings, but there aren't any bad feelings. So the title of this podcast is, are they really bad feelings or are they just misunderstood? So I guess if we were sitting there together, if you were like within range of my germs, we could probably name some of the feelings that we tend to think of as negative feelings or bad feelings. Um, Hanger's a big one, uh, especially if you were raised as a girl in the South. That's, that's like a no-no. Or sadness or frustration or envy. Now, the reality is, is that all of these feelings are natural feelings and they all have a place in our lives. Now, they may not feel really good. I mean, who, who wants to be sad? Or really, who wants to be angry? I mean, after a while, that, that first flash of energy can feel good, but after a while, it just starts feeling corrosive to you. So why aren't these negative feelings? Why am I so adamant that we don't refer to them as bad feelings? It's because they all have a purpose in our lives. For example, sadness. Sadness is often a function of grief. Um, We're sad because 
we lost something that was important to us. We're sad because we lost something that we had a heart connection to. Um, we're sad because that opportunity is gone and we're not getting the job we had hoped and dreamed to get. Or we don't make the move we wanted to move, to, to make. Or that person we thought we were spending the rest of our lives with is moving out of our lives. So all of these things in one way or another are loss. They're, they are losses. And sadness is nothing but the response of our hearts to loss. Now think about it if we didn't have sadness. Think about how odd it would be if you, if you go into work tomorrow morning and you're all chipper and say, well, God, how, how are you doing? You must have had a great week. Well, yeah, you know, actually, I, I had to put my dog down last night. I mean, people would think you were really not a very nice person or, or that something was really seriously wrong with you if there wasn't any sadness with saying goodbye to your beloved dog. Sadness is a natural emotion. Um, perhaps you've seen it. it's a, a video that went viral. And it's so cute. It's about these like two little kids, little boy and little girl in preschool are arguing. And uh, one, the little girl has a little girlfriend who's like kind of holding her back a little bit but they're arguing very passionately about you know my mom says it's waning my mom says it's drizzling and they they keep arguing for um for their mother's interpretation of the weather and they are just like adamant about this and and finally the little girl pokes the little boy in the chest and he becomes just like crestfallen and he, he kind of rounds his shoulders and holds his chest. And he says, you poked my heart. And she's like, I'm sorry. He was like, and he's, his little lip comes out and you can see the tears forming in his eyes. He's like, you poked my heart. And I think that's what sadness is all about. When something pokes our hearts, we get sad. Anger is another natural emotion. Anger lets us know some boundary has been violated, some injustice has been done, uh, something has happened that should not have ha happened. There's something that's just not right. And in response to that, we get angry. And anger is not only a natural emotion, it's a necessary emotion because anger is very physical. Anger gives us the ability to respond to things. It gives us the energy. It gives us the, the power and the, the focus, the adrenaline rush that comes with anger. That's why 
when we get really angry, we just want and need to do something physical. And here's a, here's a tip. It's good to have in your back pocket, like some physical outlets that you can use for anger, other than like putting your fist through the wall or through somebody's face or, you know, doing something else that's really destructive. Find some really safe outlets for anger. And sometimes, you know, you go for a run or a really fast walk where you're really swinging your arms or go to the gym and really pump some iron and, and discharge that, that rush of adrenaline that comes with anger. You know, sometimes spiritually, people will try to say, well, if you are a really spiritual being, or if you are a Christian, you will not get angry. Well, then that's trying to be more Christian than Jesus because he got angry sometimes. But the scripture doesn't say, the Bible doesn't say, don't be angry. It says, be angry and don't sin. Don't use that anger as an occasion for sin. So go ahead, be angry, listen to that anger, and then find an outlet for it. Channel it into something productive instead of destructive. You know, there are other feelings like uh, frustration and envy. And we call them negative feelings because they are uncomfortable and they don't feel good. But even they can teach us things. Like I know when I get really frustrated with something, I tend to go at it harder because like that's so productive. I had it just uh, this week I had it where I was just really frustrated because I was trying to get hooked up with an online accounting system because I don't like the one I'm using. But I would, I would find all of these systems. It's like, yes, this is great. This is giving me just what I need. Yes, this doesn't cost very much. This is fantastic. And I'd sign up for my like free trial. And then I would try to hook up my bank account. And my bank wouldn't be on the list. Um, and I got so frustrated. So for me, when I get that level of frustration, it's a good signal of... I need to take a breath. I need to take a break. I need to step back from this. And maybe it's something I need to leave for another day because I have gotten so in the weeds with it, I can't even see my way out. And anything I do is just going to be counterproductive. Sometimes it's that I need to take a step back and, well, the, the really obvious way I was trying to do this thing isn't going to work, so I need to look at maybe some not so obvious ways. Envy can be a productive emotion in that it, it points us to something aspirational. Um, if I envy someone, I can look at what it is that they have that I wish I had in my life. Now, it may be exactly the same thing. You know, maybe I'm envious of someone because they have accomplished some goals I wish I had accomplished. 
and sometimes it's it's not the same thing in form but in its essence like in emotion um like i i don't want exactly what they have but i want to have that feeling that they have and um if we were sitting, if you were sitting amongst my germs and we were talking about this, this would be the point at which I'd say, does, does that make sense to you? You know, envy can be a way of helping us figure out what it is that we're missing in life or what goals we want to go to in life. So the point of all of this is that one, feelings may be uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean that they're bad or they're negative. And the challenge with all of our feelings is to listen to them, to pay attention to them. Feelings are a great way that our, our hearts and our souls communicate with us. Um, I know, like, for example, I've learned that if I'm driving along and I start getting really, really impatient with the other drivers, I've learned by listening to that feeling that has nothing to do with the other drivers on the road because I'm normally pretty patient. But if I start feeling impatient, that is my soul telling me that my life has gotten out of balance that I've been working way too much and playing not enough. And I need to take a step back and kind of recalculate. So I encourage you to listen to your feelings. Uh, journaling is a great way to do this. You can actually journal and just ask the feeling. Now, sadness, what, what are you trying to tell me? Anger, what, what are you trying to tell me? And then just write what comes. Don't center yourself. Just write what comes. Now, this is a, a podcast that's aimed at women in midlife. So why am I spending all of this time talking about feelings? Well, it's because for women in midlife, that's a time when lots of feelings can start coming to the surface. Now, I think nine times out of ten, that gets blamed on hormones. Oh, she's going through the change. You know, she's, she's going to be crying one minute, yelling the next. And I, I would never shortchange the power of hormones. Um, they can be extraordinarily powerful. And, not but, but and, sometimes in midlife, our, we allow ourselves to feel the feelings that have been there. So, for example, um, you may have spent 20 or 30 years showing people how nice you are and just being nice to everybody and doing what everybody else wanted until you wake up one morning at midlife and say, forget it. I mean, I, I'm not going to be rude to people, and I still want to help where I can help, but I'm going to put myself on that list. I, I'm going to have a chance to be nice and kind to myself, too, 
because I matter too. Or you may get up one morning and realize you're just really angry and that you've probably been angry a long time and you're angry because you're in a, a work situation that completely devalues your gifts and your skills and has shortchanged you for years. Or because you are connected with people, whether they are friends or family members or spouses or partners or co-workers, you're connected with people who really have taken advantage of you or who have not treated you with any respect, who've kind of treated you like their servant, or have never really listened to you, to your point of view or your ideas. And, and it's like you reach that critical mass in your soul and you wake up and you think, I am done with this. I am done with living this way. And I think, in fact, that that term just came to me, that phrase, but it's not such a bad phrase for midlife. It is the critical mass of our souls. So I encourage you, instead of writing off those feelings, instead of, of labeling them and relegating them to bad or negative and, dear Lord, I've got to get away from them as fast as possible, Take a little bit of time and just listen to them and listen to what your soul might be telling you about the sadness in your life or the things in your life that just are not right, that are wrong. And maybe you can change them or maybe you just let them go. But Either way, you become aware of them. When we are able to embrace these feelings, a funny thing happens. It's like it opens us up to embrace all of our feelings. You know, it's like the paper guide in my um, printer that when I push one side out, the other side goes out too. And so the entire space gets bigger. So when you have more of a space for sadness or anger or frustration or envy or whatever that we call a negative feeling in your life, then the funny thing is, is that we also have more space for joy and contentment and peace and satisfaction that you know our feelings are they come in a bundle and if we try to ignore or live without part of them we will diminish all of them so thanks for joining me today on Making Midlife Matter. I show up every Friday for this podcast. Uh, In between time, you can find me at heartcallings.com. It's where you'll find my blog. You can find um, information about how you can sign up to be notified. I will be doing a 
virtual online retreat of birthing the next chapter after the first of the year. So you can sign up to make sure that you get notified as to when that's going to happen. Or if you are looking for a devotional book, a daily devotional book, for yourself or for someone else, you can find out about my book, Strugglers, Stragglers, and Seekers, Daily Devotions for the Rest of Us. I wrote a book as a devotion for every day of the year, which once I started writing it, realized that meant 366 devotions. But I'm really proud of it because it's a book that seems to really speak to people and they read it over and over again. I have some friends who've like on the third or fourth year of reading it. And I also have gotten emails from people all over the world. Um, sometimes people in, in places like Norway and Japan who are taking it on themselves, just regular readers who are taking it on themselves to translate it into their language so that they can share it with their friends. That's how much people love this book. So if you're looking for a Christmas present for someone else, or if you are looking one for one for yourself, um, you can download it from the website or you can go to Amazon and order your own copy. Please feel free to talk back at me. Um, you can go on my um, Facebook page, Peggy Hames Author. Feel free to uh, join the Heart Callings group. Or you can email me, peggy at peggyhames.com. I'd love to hear from you. And if there are issues of midlife or topics of midlife or questions about midlife that you'd like us to talk about on this podcast, shoot me an email. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Take care.